Why, hello there, friend. I'm Tyler Green, the head of community here at Pod People and the host of the show you're listening to, which is, of course, Pod People's podcast for people who make podcasts. This week, we've got another great community spotlight episode for you. Today, it's Bry M. We've done a couple of these spotlight episodes now, so we thought we'd give you a brief rundown about Pod People and our community, just in case you're new to us. Pod People makes audio projects of all kinds for clients of all sorts. And most important to you, dear listener, we help audio professionals like you, yes, you, find amazing job opportunities. We don't stop there, though. We're also building a network of support that will include opportunities to connect with other creators, educational workshops, events, and much more. If that sounds great to you, head on over to podpeople.com slash audio dash pros to fill out our intake form. I had the immense pleasure of speaking with one of our original community members, Bri M., whose story and background has so much good information, which we will dig into so much deeper in our chat. But for now, I'll say Z has a background in entertainment, having worked with music venues and labels, also working with cultural workers and activists and battling the systemic injustices that disabled people of color face every day. To put it simply, Bri is a powerhouse. So... Without further ado, we'll begin by chatting about Bry's many exciting and intersecting identities before then diving into Zier podcast, Power Not Pity. So your website reads, Bry M is a black Jamaican American queer non-binary disabled alien prince from the Bronx. And so I was hoping you could introduce yourselves to the listener and how all of those beautiful identities intersect. And also just for me, I need to know what an alien prince is. Of course, of course, I would be glad to to do that for you. You know, it's so funny. I, I never thought that putting that in my bio would prompt people to know, to want to know more. You know, I always thought that it would just be like a weird little thing. <laughs> yeah. But I guess people really want to latch on to it. So yeah, I'm a dark-skinned Black person. I'm just, you know, like you said, I'm trans, non-binary. I'm a product of two very charming people, actually. One person who was pretty into radio. So I guess it's in the genes. <laughs> it's in the DNA. <laughs> so the thing about the alien prince, right? Yeah. I believe that multiply marginalized people key us in to what is wrong about society, what needs to be changed about society. As a Black, disabled, queer trans person, I really do see things from the margins on the outside of society. Mm. And, you know, as I'm growing into myself, I've decided I'm not from here, you know? I'm not from Earth. Because all of the things that make me marginalized are the things that make me special and strong. Yes. So you produce and host a podcast called Power Not Pity, which is described as a show all about the lived experiences of disabled people of color. So I would love to give you the opportunity to talk about why and when you created the show. Definitely. So I had acquired my disability MS in 2014. And um, while I was recovering and sort of trying to find my new normal, I was kind of isolated and kind of living in bed. So 
And naturally what I gravitated towards was music and eventually podcasts. And I found out that this was a medium that really, really helped me feel connected to other people, even though I was alone. Mm -hmm. But then I started realizing, hey, you know, this industry is really homogenous. And I was looking for people talking about MS or looking for Black disabled people just talking about their lives. And I didn't see any of that. I didn't hear any of that. I didn't experience any of that. And I just said, you know what, I'm just going to make my own because this is ridiculous that it doesn't exist. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so I started Power Not Pity in 2017. And since then, it's just been a really powerful, just incredible thing to actualize because it's it's never been about me, but it's truly not about me anymore. You know, it's about this community that's come together around the idea of being reflected and, and seen and heard. Mm. Tell me more a little bit about how it was about you, but it's not about you anymore. And I'm coming at this question from like a, a personal spot. So like I have this show that's about kind of redefining the definition of family, expanding to a more inclusive definition of what family means. And I struggle with kind of that line of separating because ultimately I want to amplify and lift up other people's stories. That's sort of the point. And I want people to be moved and cry. And because in that moment, if they're crying and they're feeling something, they're feeling a connection to, to that common shared human emotion. And that's kind of what moves me forward. And like I'm raising a baby in a pandemic. And so I talk about that in my show. And so I'm curious when you said that my ears perked up a little bit, just want to know a little more about that. Definitely. So um, here's something that I've learned over the years, right. in doing the show is that, Although I'm interviewing people and, you know, we're talking about their stories, I'm realizing more and more every day that I am the main character in my podcast. So you're writing this book, you're documenting this history about redefining what family is, trying mm. to diversify that definition. But the people stick around for your writing style. The people stick around for the way you organize the chapters, all that stuff, right? So... Mm. I have to remind myself that, yes, it's about our community, but it's also my story. And then the title is Power Not Pity. Can you talk more about why you decided on those words specifically for this show? You know, it's so interesting because I think that when I became disabled, you know, I started to look around my neighborhood and see all of these other people who are disabled too. I use a cane. And, you know, before acquiring my disability, I was, you know, living in Brooklyn. Yeah, I just started to notice other people who moved like me and how I moved like all of these other disabled people, too. And how there's so many of us, but there's no one talking about us. We're invisibilized. And it was really confusing to me. And then I started kind of noticing how media would talk about us, how TV would talk about us, how movies and music and all of these little things that people say, you know, like little uh, phrases, like, um, especially regarding blindness, you know, like turn a blind eye or something like that. You know, those phrases that people say that have become part of the lexicon, unknowingly realizing that there are blind people out there who don't like being associated with something bad. 
So I thought, you know, let's make a podcast about amplifying our voices. What could be the best title for this? I want to make people feel powerful, not pitied. We'll share the show, obviously, as part of the show notes here, so people can check that out. And curious, too, for folks who are just hearing this for the first time, and, you know, there's a back catalog, and I always love it when a producer or host tells me which one I should do first, which is also an impossible question to really answer, I think, at the same time for me. But do you have any standout conversations that you've had with people or episodes that you've done that, you know, more writing focused that you'd point people to? Mm-hmm, definitely. I'm a sucker for uh, kids being on podcasts that aren't about kids. And um, there's this one episode that I have with this amazing Well, she's probably 13 or something now, but when we talked, she was 11. So I have always worked in the music industry, and I was involved with the Willie Mae Rock Camp for Girls, and um, that's how I met her. So get this, she is not only a self-published poet, she's a drummer and a DJ, and she's just (laughs) amazing. She has cerebral palsy and we talk about that. And, you know, at the end of every episode, I ask my guest, what's your disabled power? Her power is just so cute. It's, I won't, I won't give it away. Oh, perfect pitch. (laughs) Perfect pitch. Just walked right away there at the end. I'm going to listen this afternoon. It's called Finding That Rhythm featuring Amali Maxine Phillips. Perfect. I love that. We'll link to that in the notes too. Oh, there's also another one. <laughs> the um, the other one I'd recommend is the last one from um, my last season. It's called The Ancestors Woke Me Up. It's featuring mm. this poet and activist, longtime activist, like 30 years in the disability justice community, right? And he is just an amazing, amazing individual. And he has this new book out. Black Disabled Ancestors by Leroy Moore. Leroy is just so, like, his spirit is just like, it just hits you the right way. Mm. And so I read a couple of stories from Black Disabled Ancestors. I act them out and I sing on the show, which is something that I hadn't done ever. And so, yeah, I'd, I'd love it if people could check that out and tell me what they think too. I listened to that one. I love that one. So we're going to pivot here. Representation in the audio world for people with disabilities is really very central to your work in the world. And this is a very, very big question for a bite-sized little show. But where would you like to see the most significant change specifically in our industry in this context? Mm, Good question. So I think just the idea of moving the culture of podcasting towards accessibility, because accessibility is not just for disabled people. If we have a more accessible podcasting culture, then it's for everyone, you know? And Mm -hmm. if we have a more accessible podcasting culture, that means that we're closer to having a more accessible societal culture altogether. And so I think one thing that I want to see is people having a more divested interest in not only including disabled people on their shows, but hiring disabled people, making sure that disabled people are central because we are key. You know, like I was saying earlier that 
marginalized people are able to tell us what needs to be changed around us, disabled people can definitely add to the mix and we will always make your show better. Yes. I universally agree that centering this conversation and making it a part of how we talk about, even at Pod People, staffing roles to these big giant corporations, making sure that they understand it. Ultimately, we're just trying to make the world a better place for people. So I'm with you and connected on that more philosophical big picture and wondering, like, what are a couple of things maybe that we can do right now? Hmm. Well, of course, the tangible things are, you know, uh, transcripts and image descriptions and making sure your website is accessible. Right. Those are all things that you can do today and have that be done by 5 p.m., you know. But I think something that's even more influential and that'll look good on you is actually asking disabled people what they want and what they need. Because we will Mm -hmm. tell you, (laughs) because we don't get opportunities to talk about what we want and what we need. People Mm -hmm. just kind of put their ideas onto us. So, I mean, I think that's one really good place to start. Excellent. I'm wondering what the future is looking like for you, the present and the future, I suppose. Great question. This is something that I've been thinking about a lot. Where am I going to go for the next couple of months? You know, like I only want to see a couple of months into the future, but I do have things that I want to achieve in the horizon. Things that I want to do right now at this present moment in time is to actually give people more of a chance to get to know me. So like I said, you know, the last question I ask people on my show is what's your disabled power? And I don't often give myself a chance to talk about my disabled power, especially in relation to theirs, because Mm -hmm. I think it's about amplifying them, right? And adding to their shine. So these next few episodes that I'm going to be releasing, it's coming in a set of three, because I believe in in the number three. I think all things come in threes. And basically what they are is a chance for people to get to know me better. What I do is I talk about my disabled power. And what I do is not just say, hey, you know, like today, this is such and such. This is how I'm feeling. But what I want to do is to place people into a scene, into where I am at currently, and talk about what my disability has taught me over the years. And, you know, I'm finding that it's been about embodiment. It's been about embodying change and growth and embodying community. And I want to put more people into the fold. And I want to create a network for disabled content creators of color. And I'm going to this festival called Podwork about creating a network. So I'm super excited about that. It feels like this could be something that could come to fruition in a couple of years instead of just out there in in the ether, you know? So Mm. that feels really good. Ideas like that are amazing. You just feel it in your full body and it starts to become like this real thing. And and you're like terrified, but exhilarated. And just, I live for those moments. I'm so happy that you're having them. It's really great. I know for a fact that we will continue to have conversations like this. And I'm so grateful that you stepped into the chair here to share yourself with our 
community and I'm looking forward to all of our conversations. Definitely. I mean, I think what Pod People is doing right now, especially regarding um, me and, you know, disability justice issues, I think that what you're doing is great because, you know, you're modeling amplification, which is something that we all need, but disabled people of color especially need. You're welcome. So thank you. For sure. It's just our entire team eats, sleeps and breathes amplification, I think. I mean, we just really want to do it as much as possible and in the right ways and make sure we're taking care of our community. So thanks for being you, (laughs) for being here today. Yeah, thank you. This was a great way to start my day, honestly. Yay. Yes, me too. Me too. And um, yeah, thanks again. Huge thank you to Bri for taking the time to chat with us. Bri's show, life, and efforts towards creating a more accessible and amplified world resonate deeply with what we're trying to do at Pod People. Greater accessibility in the audio industry is something we are always striving for. So if you have questions, comments, or suggestions for us, or the greater podcast and audio community, please, please, please share them. We've started including transcripts for all of our episodes, but we know there's more we can do. So we are open to hearing all you've got. We've also linked to Bry's show, Power Not Pity, in the show notes. On next week's episode of Pod People's Podcast for People Who Make Podcasts, it's another how-to tutorial with our own head of production, Matt Sav. This time, we learn the difference between mixing and mastering with Pod People's very own mixer and masterer, Erica Wong. So mastering has to do with where is your show going out? How is it being heard What is the experience people will have listening to it? The Pod People team is Rachel King, Ann Fuse, Matt Sav, me, Tyler Green, Andrea Perez, Danielle Roth, Sammy Reed, Stephanie Bashara, Isabel Genius, Ashton Carter, Alexa Brooks Major, Devin Wilson, Persia Verlin, Madison Lesby, Brian Rivers, and Erica Wong. This podcast is edited by Katie Clarkson and mixed and engineered by Erica Wong. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and join the Pod People Facebook group at facebook.com slash P-O-D-P-P-L. And as always, all of these links and anything mentioned in the show are linked in the show notes. Plus, if you haven't joined the Pod People community already, then what are you waiting for? Head on over to podpeople.com slash audio dash pros and fill out our intake survey. And of course, you can always email us at hello at podpeople.com. Catch you next week with another episode of Pod People's Podcast for people who make podcasts. Bye. I did a room at Clubhouse in accessibility and podcasting, and Talib was telling them, one of the people who asked a question, and then they were like, yo, that's a pretty Bronx move to roll up in somebody's (laughs) inbox and be (laughs) like, yo, you need to do better. (laughs) 